tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than Inez Says. there. Hope you had a great weekend. I am Scott Inez. Welcome to the Inez Says Podcast. You can find it most anywhere you get your podcast, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and of course the WDBO app. And you can find me on the radio each and every weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. Stream us there in the WDBO app. Well, here we are. Another great debate about gun control. There is movement now in Washington. My guess is that we eventually get a more strict definition of red flag laws in the future. But again, who knows where this thing goes? You know my thoughts about this gun control debate. I believe that this is a much deeper issue than just guns in our society. This is a systemic issue. It's a societal issue. And until we get back to the basics in this country, all the gun laws on the planet, red flag laws, whatever, are not going to do a lick of good in our nation. We've got to get back to God. We've got to get back to respecting others. We've got to get back to two-parent families, just to name a few of my suggestions. But of course, politically, that will never happen because our politicians, namely the left, have outlawed morality in this country. I could go on and on and on about that. Truth of the matter is, the left in this nation has hijacked the gun control issue to the point where it's rinse and repeat every time we have a horrendous mass shooting occur. It's the same thing over and over and over again. You know that. Well, I recently read a Department of Justice report that said that about 2% of prisoners who were in possession of a firearm at the time of their crime obtained that particular firearm from a gun store. 2%. While the share of prisoners who got their guns at a gun show is about 0.8%. 0.8%. Now, yes, the deranged 18-year-old killer who took the lives of 21 innocent people a few weeks ago in Uvalde, Texas, did buy his gun from a licensed retailer. But that is not usually the case. The truth of the matter is that a majority of crime here in America is committed by a relatively small amount of career criminals. Criminals who are in and out of the system, criminals who play that system, and there are more right now playing our systems in our country than in the history of this great nation. You see it all over the country, catch and release, catch and release. The police, they go out and catch the bad guys, but it's the local DAs and the judges who will let them go only to be caught again. It's a vicious cycle. Habitual criminality is at an all-time high. Folks, the fish rots from the head down. President Biden has established this soft on crime policy and it's made its way down. Thanks in large part to George Soros's deep pockets. It's made its way down to the progressive prosecutor movement. You look at the majority of city DAs around the nation. This guy, Larry Krasner in Philly and Kim Fox in Chicago, George Gascon in Los Angeles. 
Heck, even here in Orlando with Monique Morell, local prosecutors have upended this system by dropping or diverting more cases, requesting bail less often, and supporting more parole bids and declining to prosecute entire categories of criminal conduct here. So I called Joe Cardinal to be on with me today. Joe is a retired NYPD lieutenant commander, and he's absolutely had it with our soft on crime policies across the country, but especially there in his native New York City. Here's that conversation now. Again, police are doing their jobs, right? But it would appear that policy is not doing its job right now, correct? No, absolutely. We, we don't have the uh, one-two punch that we once had. Yeah, actually, the, you know, you need all three components. You need the police doing their job, then you need the DAs uh, willing, to, willing to prosecute at this point, not just prosecuting. And then you need the judges to stand up and say, well, I'm going to sentence this person. But here in New York, we have bail reform, which took everything right out of the picture. And then you have elected officials who just go about, meaning the DAs, that go about and just see crime the way they want to see it through their little uh, fuzzy world. Mm. All right. So now you, you have a DA over here that says, nah, that doesn't fit my criteria. I'm not going to prosecute that. But what they don't realize is the quality of life crimes that we once used to prosecute manifest into bigger crimes and the police are handcuffed and there's no more proactive policing. But when they do get these guys, the shooters and everybody else, oh, no, 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 we're going to let them out. And before the ink's even dry on the paper, they're out doing another crime. And it's happening day in and day out. And it just it just doesn't make sense. But to the far left, it does. Joe, can you try to describe how difficult it is to be in law enforcement today, knowing that you're doing your job to the best of your ability? And yet there's not a whole lot of support from those other two entities that you just talked about. You know what? It, it's pretty sad that when you had the premier police department, the NYPD, which was like, you know, you, you guys would give their, their right arm to be on this job at one point. Now they're flocking out of here like like you wouldn't believe it. And God, God bless Florida for standing up for their law enforcement because that's where they want the New York cops to come down here. It's so tough to be a cop today when you don't have the back of the people that you're defending. Mm-hmm. All right. You're out there every day trying to do something. They take away um, your immunity. All right. You, you know, there, there's no more uh, immunity issues for, for the police uh, uh, across the, the nation. We just don't have the cops being backed up. So who wants to take a job where you're not going to get backed up for doing a proper job? I'm not talking about somebody that makes a mistake. I'm talking about your day in and day out scenarios where a cop has to respond to something. And if the powers that be, which is the city council over here. All right. And the new mayor and everybody, if they feel you're not doing your job right, they'll fire you. They'll put you in jail. They'll take away your livelihood. And they go after your family. Who wants that kind of pressure? Yeah. Not me. No. I could never survive in this environment because I'm old school. Yeah. And half, you know, all the guys I talk to are the same thing. We would never survive today under this regime. These Soros back soft on crime types. We have one here in Orlando. They're all over the place. I mean, what do you think about these these soft on crime people in, in charge of, of being a district attorney in, in their local areas? Well, here's, here's the problem. You have the governors. Thank God in Florida you have a great governor. I, really, I mean, we really admire him. Right. You have a governor that can take, you know, take action and say, we're going to remove this person. But the governor of New York, Hochul, which is just, you know, an add on from Cuomo, refuses to take action on that because it goes against her party. And they're running for reelection and everything is about the party, the party, the party, not the American people, not the people of New York. And most certainly not, not across this nation in California. He could have been removed by the governor. But once again, the governor was re, uh, recalled himself and they came close to doing it. So, you know, Newsom and, and Hochul, they're just 
they're just empty suits. Mm -hmm. That's all they are. And they just take every opportunity to slam every issue. They'll use Juvaldi, Texas over here in New York and say, oh, we have to change this. And it'll fit their agenda. You know, it's just pitiful where law enforcement has gone today. It's, you know, the first line of defense is so dismantled right now that it's it's fractured to the point that you better hope it comes back because we have not seen the residual effect from these people coming across the border. The residual effect for that is going to be horrific in the next couple of years because of who they're letting in. You know, and and what they're letting in with the fentanyl and all. I mean, uh, it's ridiculous. People need to wake up and say every election does have consequences at every level. So just know who you're voting for and know what they really stand for, because Bragg was going to be this and that. And as soon as he got in office, he changed. And once they're in office, just so you know, he Bragg cannot be held civilly liable for the cases he refuses to prosecute because mm-hmm. he's immune from that. It's amazing. The cops aren't. He is. Thanks to Joe Cardinal for being on today. Joe is a retired NYPD lieutenant commander. That's going to wrap it up for the Inez Says podcast. Find me on the radio each and every morning with Orlando's morning news, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its Opre ski scene and award winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com.